Greetings, family, on a fantastic Friday evening, Friday afternoon, wherever you may be, on a beautiful day. <laughs> Lord have mercy. It's the Teddy Bear. Welcome to the zone of LOTO Radio, Night Tracks, my goodness. And it is an honor, very special guest, but all of our guests are special, but I've been a long admirer of this man, very talented singer, songwriter, formerly of the legendary group Three Dog Nights, Lord Emerson, Mr. Chuck Negron, and he is joining us this afternoon. Chuck, how are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm great, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing, man, you're looking spry and beautiful, man. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> man, you know what? It is truly a blessing to have you here on the show. Your life has been an incredible journey and by the grace of God, you are here joining us today, and it's definitely a beautiful thing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. So my wife's just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. you know, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for your invitation. Oh, it's my pleasure. I got to ask you, man, um, you've been through so much and you've experienced so much in your life. You've had an opportunity to kind of look back and see the things and the obstacles that you have overcome. How have you, how are you feeling right now from a, an emotional standpoint and also from a physical standpoint right now? You know what? Um, my life, you know, life is good. Um, emotionally, I, you know, my, I have uh, two, my two youngest girl, one uh, finished college uh, at Cal Arts uh, uh, three, three, four years ago. And then my youngest is a senior at DePaul. And then my older, you know, my older kids, uh, you know, have children and, you know, sits, uh, you know, life is good. I, you know, I have some uh, handicaps. I have some lung, uh, lung issues from a, um, a car accident I had Okay. Uh, back in the day. I was a passenger, you know, a bunch of people loaded and uh, they drove into a, a pole to, and, and on my side of the, anyway, all my ribs were broken and they, tore my lungs apart so and then you know in re recovery uh i had to go to work sooner back sooner than i should have uh and i got pneumonia so my lungs are wow. compromised but you know but i but i feel you know i feel strong and uh i'm gonna start uh, a physical therapy with uh you know lifting and stuff again pretty soon having that kind of support system from your family and especially yeah. your wife what has that meant to you, man? Oh, well, it's really turned me, you know, it's really uh, turned me around because when I, um, when I first met Amy, I'd been on, I had took oxygen, uh, the little portables on the road, but I only used them when I was on the plane, you know, because I had this diagnosis that I needed, needed them on the plane. So I was starting to have problems, uh, you know, on, on stage. Uh, singing, you know, like a nine-minute set, you know, because I just my breathing was, you know, really, uh, really bad, and I, you know, I didn't have any oxygen. So we found out that was the reason. I said, I guess I guess I can't do this anymore. So she found um, uh, the this company that made the, uh, they're called OxyView, and the, I'm wearing them right now. They're the glasses, oh, and the oxygen comes, through, you know, come through the back, and then through these little. Uh, cannulas that, that come down the side of those and on stage no one can even see them so uh i was able to use get the oxygen i needed 
to be able to perform and, uh, you know, and not make the people, un, you know, uncomfortable. Uh, you know, sadly, uh, you know, people, things make them, you know, un, uh, uncomfortable. Like Teddy Pendergrass was, was, a great, was a great example. I mean, you know, when he came out in the wheelchair, as crazy still sang, it, people, people it, were uncomfortable, you know. Right. You know, because, you know, people just, I don't know why, but they're, they're just fragile that way. So anyway, so I was able to continue, and um, I would be touring right now, but wasn't for the COVID. I've been out three years. I can't even believe it. Three years, my friend, <laughs> you know, uh, of of COVID. I was going to go this summer, and then people started getting sick again, and then we found out that on the bus, several people got COVID, and uh, you know, I, I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah, it's been really rough the last couple of years with the COVID. And I've noticed a lot of artists like yourself, they've been doing a lot of virtual concerts. And yes, and great idea. it's a great yeah. idea. And, uh, you know, my, my wife has told me, you know, to do that. And I just haven't had the, uh, I've been doing a lot of writing. I, so I just didn't have, I don't know, the interest. I didn't think, actually my voice was in shape once we got to that point. But then I started singing and God, my voice is, you know, it's just amazing that, you know, something you're given, you know, you know, a gift from God, uh, you know, that my voice is fine. You know, think after, you know, a year or so of not working, it would, uh, would suffer. But, you know, I'm singing again, you know, you know, it's, uh, studying and a uh, vocal coach. And, you know, so, yeah. So. Well, it's definitely a blessing. And again, it's a blessing for us to have you here. And for those who are tuning in late, shame on you for the teddy bear dust for <laughs> you. <laughs> We're being honored today with the super talented Mr. Chuck Negron, of course, formerly of Three Dog Night. I've had an opportunity to read your book and my goodness, <laughs> your life, when they, when they come up with the adage, Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. My God, <laughs> it, you and I'm looking at where you are right now. It is definitely a blessing because you experienced life through a journey that very few have been able to come out on the other side. And when you look back and reflect on where you're at right now, how does it make you feel to say, you know what? I'm still here by the grace of God. I'm truly blessed. I am, you know, I am blessed, and it's it's a great question. And at my age now, I have to, I have to, uh, I have to say, you know, when reflecting, there, there, there is pain. There is some pain and 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 shame, actually, uh, that I have, you know, I've affected my family the way that I did. Now, you know, I mean, it's years. I'm clean. For, 30 years and in, in, in a month I'll be 31 years clean clean and sober um so but so I, I do remember the you know the, the the things I help young I help younger people so I hear what they're doing and it reminds me oh god I did that I was at a meeting last night and a guy shared about you know something about his child and I went oh my god I did something similar you know uh where I left my child somewhere you know where it shouldn't have been and, and you know anyway just so a lot of the reflection is, is joy, and most and most of it is, is thank gratitude from a loving and forgiving God that you know that I've been set free from the bondage of addiction, and that I have made my amends to my family, and and I have been there 
for them. These two girls have never seen me loaded, you know. That, you know, so it's 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 again, but that with that comes along the baggage of of deeds I cannot undo. All I can do is, uh, you know, is is try to make my amends, uh, not only by with words, but living amends uh, to, by right. acting, uh, acting uh, uh, better. Right. Reading your book and you go into detail. I mean, very transparent detail as far as the level of transparency, excuse me, that the person that was most critical of you was you. I mean, you were harder on yourself than anyone else could possibly be. It's, I think a lot of us, it's like you could, I think all of us have experienced this one time or another. We could mislead or lie to other people, but we could never lie to ourselves because we have to look and face ourselves each and every day in the mirror. But at the end of the day, you have overcome it, man. You still have a wonderful, strong voice, man. You still can belt it out. You look wonderful. You look tw- you look 25, brother. So oh, don't you're need to worry about You handsome devil. Hey, man, I'm trying, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm getting a lot of positive love and feedback. This, yeah, a virtual concert would be wonderful i think that's i think that's long overdue being the confine of your own home and again your voice is still incredible man what does it feel like to say you know what i can still out sing a lot of these artists out here today i can still belt it out (laughs) (laughs) you know um i I read well it's not a thing i did recently but chuck d uh he 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 uh, said something he he mentioned me when they he said uh, yeah they asked if he knew me and he said yeah i met chuck he said we did a thing in new york for um for ascap and for uh you know the grammy people and uh they had this whole group of all you know of, of, of contemporary stars and he said i hadn't met chuck but when chuck walked in you just see every you saw all the guys that signed sing get very uncomfortable he was the best. That's what he said. I didn't say. That. <laughs> and I went, "Oh my God, that's you know, uh, that's you know, that's very, that's very nice." But yeah, I wanted to get back to a question. You talked about the transparency in my book. I have been asked to write a book because my my my, my story is you know pretty insane, and mm-hmm. I you know I didn't did it, do it. But right around when I got five years clean, I started reading some of the books that were out there. Of my of my peers, and I was very disappointed in them. They, they, they just they glamorize and romanticize this lifestyle of drug, sex, you know, rock and roll. And uh, and I went, no, no, you don't want kids to read this and think this is cool, you know. And then the ultimate goal, like, yeah, and then we can die at twenty seven, and uh, you know, oh, I actually said, yeah, and always look good. No, no, I know you don't. You're dead. You know? <laughs> dead. <laughs> you know, and uh, I said, that's what I just said. I'm going to write this book and I'm going to tell it like it is. Right. I'm going to tell it like it is. And, and uh, you know, I made the book brutal. And uh, a couple of years ago, we got a request for me to, you know, uh, read the book and online and go over chapters and talk about chapters. And I made about three episodes and I couldn't do any more. I couldn't take it. I couldn't read the book. It was too painful uh, because it brought up, because I mean, it was. It was real what I wrote, and I and all those feelings came back, and I was just too much for me. I just thought, 
you know, so I was just the right time in my recovery. I was, uh, you know, just full of gratitude and, and wanting to, you know, people to understand what this, what this disease and what addiction does. And, you know, what we're going through in this country now with these synthetic drugs and the fentanyl. And I mean, we have an epidemic here of proportions that we've never seen. And it's just not a political talking point. So, so nothing's being done. If for some reason it's not romantic or glamorous or whatever it takes for politicians to jump on something. And, you know, drugs now are more prevalent and more dangerous than they've ever been before. You know, I look back because we're both 21. We've been around the block <laughs> a few times. <laughs> In that era of music with Three Dog Night, of course, Todd Rundgren, you name just those artists of that era. It was a lot of excessive behavior because everything was available to have. If you could get in a time machine and go back to when Chuck was 22, 23 years old, what would be the conversation that you would have to him to help him be better prepared for the, the journey that he's about to experience, not only in the music industry, but just in life in general? Yeah, well, I would, I, I would, I would, I would tell, I would say, because uh, I remember the first day I did get high, I would say, don't do this, you know, these people, you respect them, and, you know, you haven't done drugs all through, you know, your life through college, you played ball, you've never smoked a cigarette, don't start now at uh, 21, uh, don't, you know, 22, whatever I was, don't start now, it will ruin your life, because, you know, the reason I did it, no, you know, I was at a party. I was on Columbia Records and, you know, they wanted me to be, get a part of the scene, change my look because I was so clean cut. Uh, you know, they you know, kind of said, you kind of look like a narc, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they sent me years with, 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 with starlets and, 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 you know, and, uh, they sent me to, I met these girls. They took me to a party. It was a party from Donovan Leach, and the Mothers of Invention were playing. And and uh, you know, and I saw all these all these people, Janis Joplin, and all the all these people uh, that I went, oh my god, I, I like these people. And they're all getting high. I mean, yeah. right out in the open. I mean, cocaine every right out in the open. <laughs> you know, and I'm going, oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm worried about getting busted. Oh god, I'm. I'm Oh, my mother knew I was here. Um, <laughs> I'm so, so pure. But um, I made a decision right then that, you know, if these guys are doing it, I mean, some of these kids are millionaires. Yeah. I mean, if they're doing it, I mean, they're not stupid. I mean, you know, and there, and by the way, there was no information about LSD. I mean, it, it was legal. When I took LSD, it was legal. It was it literally legal? Like I, and because I was in the loop with these people, I got it from Oswald, Osley, 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 the people who made it. So, I, you know, so, it, you know, like all these people were doing this stuff. And who knew back then? I mean, uh, like Valium when it came out, non-addicting, no problem, non-addicting. This was not non-addicting. The, the pharmaceutical companies were just coming in to their own. 
I would, you know, second all two and all. There was a pill for every, you know, for every everything. Remember the the Stones wrote "Mama's Little Helper" or whatever it is. Yeah, um, I remember. And you know, there was no there was no history of what these drugs did to you, so it was naive. And we were, you know, we, we weren't going to drink like our parents did. My parents didn't drink, but but you know, this saying we weren't going to be like our parents and you know, alcohol and all this stuff. And I just went for it. And I would have told myself, that's a great question. I would have said, Chuck, you know, you're on the right path. You, you, you know, you can hang with them. Just don't do their drugs. Just right. stay away from the drugs. It's, it will be trouble for you. You know, and that's uh, all I, you know, I have information and tell them, you know, that, you know, these drugs are addicting and blah, 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 you know. It's, so, an- yeah. it's so another, many- it's another level of, when you're being a celebrity, a young celebrity, a young artist, it's a whole different level of peer pressure because you're seeing people that you admire yes. doing this. You say, wait a minute, it must be cool because they're doing it. And I don't want to feel like I'm being left out. And I use that analogy where well, you have kids in high school, junior high school, college, the same thing. They don't want, they don't want to feel like they're quote unquote being a square. They want to fit in. They want to be, you know, part of the cool crowd. Yeah, they see the the cheerleaders and the athletes, and they go, "Well, these kids are really good," or you know, students with the, the straight A, you know, thing average. Or, oh God, they're doing well. well. It can't be bad, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's a different kind of peer pressure, but very powerful. Very much so. Very much so. I I, I harken back to, and I, and people from the outside looking in, they truly don't really understand the pressure that an artist has to deal with when they're dealing with a record label, when they're dealing with management, trying to push you in a different direction and are taking away your individuality. They're taking away the ability to be who you are as an artist. I feel like if Chuck is just allowed to be left alone and be an artist to be the best version of himself, I honestly feel you never would have, you never would have went down that road. But then in hindsight, it made you a better person because self-reflection on who you yeah. are today. And yeah, I think that's a beautiful travel. thing. The road yes. travel makes, you know, makes you, uh, makes you who you are. Um, yeah, I just, I just would pray that, that these young kids, you know, don't go down. The, so listen, what the first Grammy uh, that we, we went to, we weren't even nominated. We were just so hot. They invited us to do a number. And they don't do that anymore. We have because right. they got enough stars there. Why invite someone else? They did actually, and we said, you know, we did one of some. And in the bathroom, I'm not going to mention their names, but the president of two companies, <laughs> big man, was sharing their coke. Oh, this is really good. This is Molotov. This is the pharmaceutical. I'm just there washing my hands, going, Jesus Christ, he's doing yeah. cocaine. You know, that was the beginning of our career. I'm going, oh my! So you know, the people are running the companies are getting high. Yeah, I mean that era. Then, then that segues into into the uh, disco era, where yeah. it went to a whole nother level. You know, yeah. as far as yeah. accessibility, Studio Fifty Four. I mean, as you said during that time, LSD, cocaine. It was cocaine it was free. It was, <laughs> it was free. I mean, it was just incredible. And then, like I said, I look back now, and like I said, I consider it an honor and a privilege to have you here. Oh, and I gotta you. ask you, man, 
every I'm reading all the comments and the love that's coming in. People so much want to see you do a virtual concert. I want oh, you to do it. I'm going to get it together. The thing is, we've been kind of nervous to having people in here. But okay. you know what? Now we don't even have to have them in here. Right. Just do it from there. You know, the new Pro Tools setup has, you can you can, you can have studios all, all over the place. That's another thing. I, I You know, I, I want to set up a better system. Uh, the computer I have now, I, I really need to upgrade to be able to do the stuff I want to do properly. You know, uh, anyway, that's just an excuse. <laughs> well, I'm like this. Whatever you need, please don't hesitate to let us know because I want to see you. I want to see you do it. And a lot of support. I don't like to use the term fans. It sounds too generic. Yeah. Supporters, loved ones, people who just love your music. They want to see you do it. Yeah. And, and speaking yeah. <laughs> and speaking right. of that, understand also that you have an online service that sells great three dog night memorabilia. Can you tell the listeners out there about that? Yes. It's uh, it's on the whatnot uh, app. Is it an app? I don't know what you call it. It's, it's, it's not <laughs> what we do is, uh, you know, my wife is, is, is an artist who makes dolls and or, or, and she became very, very uh, popular and she has, has a show. So they asked if I would be interested. And I, I said, well, yeah, what would I do? And, and basically we, I have, there, there was a fan uh, and I knew the guy and, and his, his daughter got, got cancer. Okay. And the, the interesting thing, the most, the most, to raise money, the thing that he had spent all his money on was Three Dog Night memorabilia and records. Wow. And he was trying to sell it. So I bought it, never thinking I would ever use it, but I bought it because I wanted him to have the money because he needed it. And, you know, and I wanted him to know that because he cherished it that someone who loved it had it. So it was like a, a double win for him and me. So when this came along, I had, you know, I have boxes of, of the original singles, original albums, um, of all sorts of, of memorabilia from, you know, from back in the day. I mean, the guy bought it back then. So, you know, we have a nice, uh, you know, variety of Three Dog Night stuff. And we're going to expand and do, do some other stuff, some of, you know, uh, our, our friends, Paul, Paul Simon, you know, from, uh, uh, is it Paul Simon? <laughs> My friend is <laughs> Paul Stanley, Paul Stanley. Oh, Kiss. Kiss. You know, yeah, he put out an album a couple years that I just completely love, and I want to, you know, I have to call him and get him to sign you a couple and sell some. You okay. Know, and then, you know, he can give it to a charity of his, of his, uh, of his desire, because I'm sure he just needs the money. I mean that that bad. <laughs> well, you know, God, I they were just touring. They were just touring in, in uh, South America and all over. Yeah. Imagine so, sold out concerts. Sold out. Sold. The show. He sent me a picture. Sold out. Sixty thousand people. I went. Oh my God. God bless. You. I just you know I go. Oh thank God. Everything. You know what that is? That's young people. Yeah, because people my age are not going to stand in a book group of sixty thousand people. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't get to the bathroom quick enough. You know. <laughs> well, Chuck, I like I've always said, we want our real music shaken, but never stirred. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday, it's Wednesday at, at five p.m. Uh, uh, 
specific of time. And, uh, you know, we do about an hour and a half. And, and I, uh, Amy also makes some, some, uh, some dolls. You'd have to see them. She does, so, you know, she does a Chuck doll. With, okay. <laughs> okay. With the mustache and the, the clothes. She makes every doll. Well, anyway, it's, it's, it's a guess. And we, you know, just like you, we get to see all the comments of the fans. So we get to answer questions as they're coming up. And, it, you know, actually, I, uh, I like it. I like it. It's, it's definitely a beautiful thing. As a matter of fact, I have a, a beautiful young lady, Carol Rochelle, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, watching and tuning in all the way from Portugal. Oh, my God. Yes, Lord. They love you. <laughs> oh, that's, so that's so sweet. What has it been like for you now with social media being so advantageous, advantageous <laughs> for so many artists where now you're getting a lot of new listeners that love you i love the doll man that's really <laughs> that's different that yeah, is yeah, there's a chuck chuck and the with a jeremiah he's old jeremiah oh. <laughs> <laughs> the <D4C>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry you you were asking no yeah, but you know what i caught when you showed me that i said wow that's who designed that you're uh your no, wife? Like, that's my wife she does these wow. this, is, this is just one kind of uh a doll that she does. I mean, she does some big things too. But this is, you know, this. Is, she made this for the last whatnot show, and okay. uh, it was, uh, you know, someone got it. She's very talented. And while we're talking about that, I want to give all the listeners out there that pertinent information. The web link it's at www.whatnot.com forward slash invite Chuck Negron. So make sure you go there. Get a piece of get a piece of history, definitely. And I twerk. I twerk for old girls. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I said that stupid thing, but I did. Hey, if you if you got it, Chuck Flaunt it, baby. It's all right. <laughs> I just give you a little white butt. <laughs> You know, do you ever get a chance to go back and look at some uh, classic live performances of yourself when you were part of Three Dog Night? Yeah, well, you know what? I'll be passing doing a, a, you know, some of the social media, and then boom, there will be a video. I'm like, oh, I remember. It's mind bomb. I remember <laughs> stuff. I even remember one show where I, mean, where I was going. I went in, you know, in the makeup room, and, and, and I said, uh, he said, well, what do you like? And I said, I don't know. And he looked at my face. Oh my God! You don't need any, you know. <laughs> but I, I remember that. Right. I wanted makeup. I had never had makeup on. Go, oh, come on, give me a little. You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a show called The Music Scene, which was a great show. Uh-huh. Uh, Billboard, uh, the top, uh, the top ten every week, and they had num- the number one record every week in the mm. country. So I mean, it was a really a great show. Uh, they, they weren't picked up because back then we didn't have the power that young people have today. I mean, for us to even have a, have a special, it was really really hard. You know, I mean, because I mean, even like you say, a perfect example would be the Grammys. I mean, Lou Rawls won R and B almost every year. Marvin, yeah. James Brown, that they weren't didn't even get a chance. You know, because it was a whole, a whole other. You know, a whole other generation of people ran the place. 
and the TV and movies, all those things were run. That's why uh, Easy Rider and, and, and became so powerful because they changed the mindset. Because what changes the mindset of, of adults is money. Yeah. You know, oh, this this movie made a lot of money. Let's make ten of them. You know. So uh, it wasn't until years later. Now today, you know, young people. You know, the music scene is all it's 50 award shows. And, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, so, yeah, so it's it's changed. We we kind of made the way by being successful on, uh, you know, on these, uh, you know, on these shows and, you know, in, in concert that, uh, you know, we changed things. You know, I, I remember, it's a good example. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, 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 no. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. We, um. You know, we were very aware. We, but this young boy that we knew, we thought he had MS. I can't actually had something else. But he was, but so, but the MS thing with Jerry Lewis is very prevalent. So we decided we would like to do something. We we contacted him. Said we're going to do a concert for you, and we're going to give you the money. So, uh, you know, we paid for everything, and after all the, you know, after you, all the expenses and everything there was something like I don't know seventy five thousand dollars or something okay something like that you know because it wasn't a huge stadium it was just you know the concert concert so anyway and we gave them that money now seventy five thousand dollars today would be a couple hundred thousand dollars you know so and th- and and this is this is what they did and, you know, we gave him footage of the show, the concert, and all this stuff. And Jerry Lewis and, and the, I guess it was Ed McMahon, they put us in the section of the cards. Ed from Milwaukee, $1. Ed, Dob, about a three dollars night, 75000 It's what, just like that. Like, it was so insulting. But we wouldn't, you know, we had no clout because we were, you know, we were freaks to them. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, really, we were long, yeah. long-haired long freaks. You know, and the, you know they they associate all musicians, all people look like us, like people who didn't want the war, and most of us didn't. But you know, people who, you know, there were the counterculture, and, and that wasn't the case with everybody. You know, a lot of us were just trying to make a living. I mean, that's what yeah. I know. That's what I was doing. You know. You know what? At the end of the day, that's all that matters. And again, just remaining true to yourself. And again, I want to say to all the many listeners that are tuning in and tuning out all the negativity, the teddy bears gives you nothing but love. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And Chuck, I'm proud to call you a brother, man. Thank you so much for honoring us. And again, be sure, again, if you need anything, please do not hesitate to reach out to the teddy bear and we will definitely make it happen. And much love to your lovely wife oh, for thank putting you. this together, man. It's definitely be a blessing. And I'm going over to the website because I got to give my hands Awesome three dog night memorabilia. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Bear. Give me, give me some. Yes, Lord. <laughs> oh, before I let you go, I want to also give a lot of love to a show that left a very strong impression on me. Midnight Special. I don't think they get enough love and enough respect that it should have during right. the time because it was a great venue for a lot of great artists like yourself to get out there and show what they could do. Live instrumentation, people who Live. could really sing, yeah. people who sing, could really sing and play at the same time. 
incredible. <laughs> Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, and that was a very, uh, it, it, it made TV viable for us because it was successful. And, and the kids got to see everybody. I mean, yeah. everybody. Everyone, everyone. My brother, thank you so thank much. You. Be well, stay healthy, and family. Again, once again, once again, head over to the website. That's at www.whatnot.com forward slash invite course. The legendary Mr. Chuck LeBron. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. God bless. <laughs> God bless. Lord and mercy is a beautiful day here in the zone of Hello TO Radio. Lord, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and tuning out all the negativity. Special love and special thank you, of course, to the legendary Mr. Chuck Negron and all the family out there. I call you family, not fans, too generic family and friends. Thank you for tuning in to us. And for those who missed the interview, no need to fear. It's going to be up and running so you can catch the, the interview in its entirety on LOTL, The Zone. That's on our page and also it'll be uploaded to our YouTube page. That's Night Tracks Podcast, Night Tracks, N-I-G-T. T-R-A-X-X on YouTube. Lord and mercy. God bless. And as in always, keep it so full here in the zone of L-O-T-O Radio. Lord and mercy. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.